I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the mouth. And welcome. You are locked down to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead. And man, that was a fun win. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks get a win against the Orlando Magic, 122 to 106. We're going to break that down. Just me on the pod tonight. Going to do a quick one on this win. Uh, on the weekend wins and the weekend games, we decide you know, if it's a fun win or if it's a good win or if it's an interesting game, something memorable happens, then we do a pod. Uh, and if they don't, then normally we just save it for end of the weekend recap, you know, whatever. So, But tonight decided to do one. Isaac is still at the hospital. His baby girl was born. Uh, Mila, so everyone, if you haven't, send him some love on Twitter. Send it to him however you can reach Isaac. I don't know if you guys have other avenues to reach Isaac, but if you do, send him some love on Twitter. Congratulate him for becoming a girl dad. I don't care what your definition is. He became the dad of a girl, so he's a girl dad. All right. This win proved one thing to me. And I already knew this. Many of you already knew this. But there are some people out there that didn't believe still that Kristaps Porzingis was a max player. In this game, 24 points, 10 boards, 5 assists, 5 blocks. That's a max player. That's max money play right there that he he played and he showed in this game. I mean, I don't know what else he has to show you. At the beginning of the season, we knew the impact that Porzingis was making. If you were watching the games, if you were listening to us, if you were following along, you knew that Porzingis, the the floor stretching that he brings, the rim protection that he brings, uh, that it was worth the contract that the Mavericks gave him. And he's starting to put all of this together, and it's becoming undeniable that Porzingis, that that contract was good for Porzingis, that the Mavericks were right to give him that deal. And there are some people out there that are still holding out, and now it's just time to fold. (laughs) It's just time for those people to come out and just admit that um, there are some things he still has to work on. Of course, there are obvious things. There are some pick-and-roll defense in this game that was absolutely terrible from Porzingis. But what he gives you on the other end makes up for it, in my opinion. Uh, 2010-5-5. Only four players in the NBA so far this season have done it. Ben Simmons with steals instead of blocks. Anthony Davis and Andre Drummond, hilariously. And then Chris Porzingis tonight, obviously. And only four players in Mavericks history have ever put up a 2010-5-5 game. Dirk did it twice. One time it was a 40-point game. Dirk is insane. I don't know if I need to tell you guys that. Porzingis did it. And then... With steals, Mark Aguirre and Jason Kidd both did it. Uh, a 2010-5-5 game. So rarefied air in a game like this. Porzingis also put up four threes, which Dirk never did in his 25-5 games, which is wild. Um, he's just such a unique talent. I mean, he's called the unicorn for a reason. And I know I'm preaching to the choir with a lot of people, but if you had any doubts that Porzingis deserved that deal, uh, this is why. And... If you've heard anybody talk about coming back from an ACL injury, it usually takes about a year for them to return. And where are we right now? We're in February. And February is about the time last year when, maybe even into March, when they said that Porzingis was probably cleared to play, when he was able to play. Do you guys remember that? When 
Porzingis was traded to the Mavs already. He got traded like February 1st or January 31st or however you want to decide that. And he was able to play at some point. He was cleared to play and he was able to practice with the Mavs a little bit. And it's been a full year since then. And now we are just seeing Porzingis come out and become the player that we that the Mavericks signed up for, that we all expected him to be. And it's just awesome. It's awesome to see Luka and Porzingis working together. That first quarter and then the first half even, Luka and Porzingis were just working together in, in ways that we haven't seen so far. And I, it, every every game it happens, the Kings game and now this game after the All-Star break, it's starting to prove to us that they're starting to figure things out. I mean, Luka had some great passes and kickbacks to Porzingis. They had two plays in a row where they, you know, pick and popped and Luka hit Porzingis and he hit a three. And then Porzingis hit Luka off of a cut with this awesome pass. Um, there was there was a little slow, <laughs> a little slow of a pass, but it got there. And Luka cut into the lane and scored off of a cut. How many times does, do we see Luka score off of a cut? Not very often. But Porzingis hit him on that. He had five assists in this game. Porzingis has never been a guy that gets assist numbers. He's always been like under two a game. You know, kind of been like Harrison Barnes in that in that right. Um, that he just never really racked up assist numbers. He was never like Jokic or anything like that. And he's starting to get some assists now. And he's starting to, you know, to get more comfortable. And when when and one of the reasons why he's getting these assist numbers is because teams are attacking him. And teams are attacking him off, you know, they're closing out to him on the three-point line. They're having to attack him in the lane. They're having to double him. Players are coming off of their man and going to help on Porzingis. He's able to get past this man. Another player has to come over to help. And then Porzingis is kicking out to these shooters, and he's able to hit people on cuts and all these things. And it's opening up all these different things. Mavs score 122 points against the Magic, who have a really good defense. They're without Jonathan Isaac in this game. And, you know, the Orlando Magic are, are not a great team, but they're a pretty good defense. And the Mavericks were able to just completely dominate them. Uh, so many things to break down in this game. We haven't even mentioned Luka had 30, 10, and 8 in, the, in this game. We haven't even mentioned that. Maxi Kleba had his um, had his career high in this game. So coming up, let's get into a little bit of Luka, a little bit of Maxi, a little bit of the rest of this team coming up. All right, Isaac. Luka Doncic, 33 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists. Again, Isaac is not on the pod, but it's a it's a habit. 33 points for Luka, 10 boards, 8 assists. He's just, I mean, he looked like he was on cruise control. Um, Kirk Seriousface had a, had a good tweet. He said, ah, oh, man, Luka's having a bad game. Checks the box score. Luka, 30, 10, and 8. Oh, man, never mind. <laughs> it's just, Luka can have these games where he looks bad and he still puts up these numbers because he's just so good. He had six turnovers in this game. Third quarter was really rough, just really rough of a quarter for him and basically for the full Mavs team. Uh, they ended up basically losing their entire 15 20 point lead in the third quarter and they ended up gaining it a little bit back at the end of the third quarter in the fourth quarter they just pretty much took over and and sealed the game but third quarter was rough it was it was kind of it felt like the third quarter Mavs of old um another thing overall for the team this Mavericks team hit 34 wins in game 56 awesome for the Mavs Great for everybody. Last year, when did the Mavs hit 34 wins? They did not. The year before, when did they hit 34 wins? They did not. The year before that, when did they hit 34 wins? They didn't. And even the year before that, I'm talking 2015-16, at what game in the season did they hit 34 wins? They did not. (laughs) This is the first 
season in four years, five years, I guess, if you count this one, that the Mavericks have hit 34 wins, and they did it with 26 games left. It's pretty awesome to see what this Mavs team is doing. Um, Luka is obviously a huge part of it. He was great in this game tonight. Statistically, he did have some rough moments there, obviously, in that third quarter, some turnovers. He did get a tech in this game that was a little rough. Um, there was some weird ref stuff. I'm not going to get into it. We can't, we can't do the ref stuff every single game, right? Like we, we have to be able to, we have to be able to pick our spots. And I think one of those spots is, um, that when the Mavs win, right? Like when the Mavs win, we kind of got to give them a break because, um, it didn't cost us the game. It didn't cost the Mavs the game. Um, but Maxi Kleba, I mean, come on. I mean, <laughs> Maxi Kleba career high, 26 points. He only had three boards, one assist. He only got counted for one block, but he altered a lot more shots than that. He had the one block was on Aaron Gordon under the the basket, and it's just it's just funny and it's just fun to watch players go up against Maxi Kleba, especially guards, but wings too with like Aaron Gordon, and to try and test Maxi around the rim, and they just get stopped almost every single time, and sometimes you know guys score over him, but. It's awesome to watch these guys go up against Maxi and just underestimate him and they get beat. And Maxi is just so important for this team. 26 points off the bench, picking up the slack when Curry was didn't have it. And Dorian Finney Smith didn't get up a bunch of shots and Brunson didn't have it. And he really picked up the slack and he was really the guy that benefited from a lot of kickouts and he was benefited from a lot of um, you know, other guys getting a lot of attention. Luca hit Maxi with this amazing pass. I think it was in the second quarter, maybe the third. But Maxi was just just kind of snuck into the lane, and there was no one in the lane. And Luca threw this overhead pass right to Maxi from you know maybe three you know maybe close to the half court line. And it's just awesome to see Maxi be able to take advantage of those situations, be able to be that under the radar guy, and he really thrives in that role. Awesome to see Maxi. Tim Hardaway Jr. sixteen points, six boards, and. The question has been all year, who's the third best player on the Mavericks? My answer all season has been Maxi. Uh, even when he has some some rough nights, which aren't many, I still think he's the best player because I think on both ends he brings it. I think on, on defense he brings you know a versatility on defense that not a lot of players on this Mavericks team bring, a you know rim protection element. He brings all kinds of things. And then on offense, he can hit the three, and he's been hitting the three really well. He's three of six in this game. And then... He can score inside, and he can drive, and he's hit, he hit a couple of shots off drives in this game, and he's added a little bit of versatility to his offensive game that's just made him invaluable. Not to say that Tim Hardaway Jr. isn't good, 16 points in this game. He had a couple pull-up threes where you're like, no, 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 yes, and he just hit him. It was awesome to see. Uh, I'm just going to keep saying awesome because it was, it was a good win. Um, the Mavericks were able to overcome a deficit on the road that they had, um, you know, they the Orlando Magic – you know, took away the Mavericks lead. The Mavericks had an 18-point lead. The Magic took it away. And then the Lakers just took or the Lakers. The Mavericks just took it back. Um it was it was good to see on the road. Another road win for the Mavericks. You know, can't really complain with a lot of stuff you saw. Um coming up though, let's get into um a couple things that we saw in this game. Uh Michael Carter, dang it, Michael Kidd Gilchrist made his debut with Michael Carter Williams on the floor. One of the funniest moments of the game for me. And I'm sure for all of you that listen to this podcast, if you're watching. So let's talk about that. Justin Jackson's minutes. Uh, Willie Cauley-Stein in this game. Let's talk about that coming up. All right, Isaac. All right, guys. 
Michael K. Gilchrist made his Mavericks debut in this game. He played just under four minutes, did not log a single stat, like a single stat that mattered. Yeah, no stats, except he had three fouls in under four minutes. He was definitely going out there, and he was going to defend. He was going to really try. He was going to go out there and show that he is a defender, and we didn't really get to see a lot from Michael Kidd Gilchrist. So I'm not really taking a ton away from this. However, we did see Michael Kidd Gilchrist make his Mavericks debut while Michael Carter Williams was on the floor at the same time. And if you've listened to this podcast at all, you know, and I even did it at the beginning of this podcast, not even trying. I've messed up Michael Carter Williams and Michael Kidd Gilchrist's name so many times that it's just become like a brain, you know, some kind of brain fart that I just can't get over sometimes. And it is really funny. It was hilarious to see them both on the floor. I appreciate everybody that tweeted at me uh, and everybody that was saying funny things and sending me tweets about Michael Kidd Gilchrist and Michael Carter Williams on the floor at the same time. That was funny. Willie Colley-Stein, no minutes in this game. That Again, did not show up. Even the Mavs were up big. I kind of wonder if it was a little bit on matchups, even though... Um, they had Mo Bamba in this game for the Magic. Uh, Mo Bamba looked pretty rough in this game. He played 11 minutes, two points, one board, two assists, and he had four fouls himself. So uh, there wasn't really a matchup for Willie Colley Stein in this game. And uh, maybe Vooch, he had 27 in this game, 27 and 12. But I don't know if, my, if, if Willie Colley Stein is matching up against Vooch, right? Like, I don't know if you're going to put him out there for that. And so, again, maybe it shows that. Carlisle doesn't really trust Willie Colley-Stein, doesn't intend for him to be in the full rotation. Carlisle also limited this rotation a lot. He had Michael Kidd-Gilchrist play less than four minutes. Justin Jackson play less than six minutes. J.J. Barrett didn't play. Willie Colley-Stein didn't play. Um, Courtney Lee didn't play. It only The only players off the bench that got meaningful minutes, Maxi, DeLon, Jalen Brunson. Just three players. And that's maybe a preview of the playoff rotation. And the maybe the wild card spot, that ninth spot that we've been talking about, goes to a combination of those guys that we just mentioned, or maybe it just all goes to one guy at some point. But maybe that's a precursor, or maybe it's just a, um, you know, maybe we're looking ahead towards the playoff rotation, and that's a preview of what it's going to be. That's kind of what I think it is, but we'll see. So this game, pretty awesome. Good stuff from everybody involved. Um, Things to work on, you know, things that, that I saw that were, were frustrating. Porzingis' pick-and-roll defense, that's still something he has to work on, but he had five blocks in this game. Um, Vooch was pretty much scoring at will, but it's it's fine when, when you have Vooch scoring at will when you have Maxi scoring at will on the other end. Um, Fournier in this game was getting off a lot of shots, perimeter defense. Oh, Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz in this game, 14 points, 9 assists. He was – the Mavericks were struggling to defend him a little bit when he was able to get some penetration – um, you know, he had some he had some good looks in this game. It's good to see Mar- Markel Fultz actually get to play basketball and not have the spotlight on him. It just doesn't feel like anybody's putting a spotlight on him in Orlando, and it's just awesome to see him get that. So, all right, there's a couple thoughts after this game. Uh, let us know what you think. You can tweet us at LockedOnMavs, at NickVanExit. You can also tweet Isaac. Send him love after he just um, had the birth of his daughter the other day. So, appreciate everybody reaching out to Isaac and send him some more stuff on Twitter. Guys. We'll be back potentially tomorrow after the Hawks game, but definitely on Sunday night. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom. Boom.